The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by mygrouptravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to mygrouptravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to theinformedtraveler.ca. You're listening to the Informed Traveler Radio Show, and we start our show this week talking about vaccines. Do you still need a vaccine when you travel? Well, to help us out with that question is Jason Komet. He's the owner and pharmacist at Polaris Travel Clinic. The website is polaristravelclinic.com. Hi, Jason. Hi, Randy. We're going to talk about vaccines here. And uh, anyways, to me, it seems to be there's a little bit of confusion maybe out there with some people, especially if you haven't traveled for a long time, whether you need a vaccine, whether you don't need a vaccine. Have things changed uh, over the decades uh, about some of the common vaccines that uh, people used to get before they traveled? Well, I don't think a lot has changed in the in the last um, you know decade or so. Um, when we're thinking about traveling, there aren't very many vaccines that are actually required. Like the country won't let you in to get it. There is one vaccine, uh, a yellow fever vaccine, and um, that one. Some countries in uh, in South America and Africa, they actually won't let you in if you don't have it done. But when you start talking about other vaccines, like the you know hepatitis vaccines and the typhoid vaccines and you know other vaccines like this. You know, they're not legally required, but I think in a lot of cases it's pretty wise to consider getting it. Um, you know, the the risks haven't really changed that much for, for those things over the years. You know, we think about, you know, like hepatitis A, which is probably the primary thing we want to vaccinate people against if, if they haven't been. Um, the risk has been pretty consistent over the years. and. So what is hepatitis A then? I've seen the commercials for it and, you know, it almost scares you. You don't want to walk on a beach. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing about hepatitis A, the, uh, well, there's two hepatitis, hepatitis A and hepatitis B, which we can vaccinate against. But hepatitis A is really, I think, the most important one from a travel point of view. This is a, a virus which attacks your liver and you, you can get it from uh, contaminated food. So basically what ends up happening is... This could be an illness that a restaurant worker, a food handler can have, and they may not even look sick. Usually you don't have symptoms for two or three weeks. So they could have this, uh, be infected with hepatitis A, which is a background illness in tropical countries. Um, they touch your food uh, when they're prepping it. You eat the food and you could be infected with hepatitis A. And, and hepatitis A, it takes a few weeks after you've been exposed to probably not until you realistically, until you get home. Um, it's, Flu-like symptoms and jaundice uh, uh, tax your liver. You, you know, usually people are sick um, for a good month or so, and uh, it can actually really mess up your liver. Um, so definitely something that, you know, I would prefer to avoid. So with hepatitis A, is it something that uh, you'll live with for the rest of your life or once you've had it and you're over it and, and you're done? How does that work? It's not very often that it turns into a long-term chronic illness, okay. but, uh, but certainly it can, it, can, uh, it can definitely affect you. And, you know, even to the point where, you know, um, in, in some cases, and I, this would not be common, but, you know, it can even, you know, completely wreck your liver to the point where transplant could be an option. Mm. That's, cool. That's sort of the extreme case, but definitely possible. So how far should I be looking if I'm, uh, I don't know, if I'm going on a, on a holiday in a couple, three months? Uh, when should, if I want to get a vaccine, uh, when should I be looking at doing it? Well, you know, I think the sweet spot for, you know, getting travel advice, travel health advice is probably in that six week range, that sort of thing. But I think the, the main thing to remember is if someone books a last minute trip, 
um, you can you can get a vaccine done. Like for example, um, hepatitis A, this one that I'm talking about here, um, we can vaccinate for that one the day before you go on your trip, and it'll still work. So um, that's always an option. Certainly, there's the combination A and B product, which we haven't really uh, talked about too much with hepatitis B, the Twinrix, which everyone's heard of. That one, lots of times, you do need a, a lead time of, of about a month to do it. But um, the hepatitis A, which I view is like the most important travel vaccine, uh, you could get that done the day before you go on your trip and it will still protect you. So, so you know, plan ahead, especially with right now, there's been some shortages in vaccines. I know some, some of the smaller clinics uh, have been really having a lot of trouble getting, getting stock. You know, we've been pretty lucky and we've been able to get. Uh, but um, planning ahead is good, but, you know, like I said, six weeks, probably ideal, but definitely we see people all the time. They, they booked a last minute trip to Mexico and they want to get in and they're leaving on the weekend. We can totally work with that. I guess it depends on the destination, right? And so is there a general rule of thumb or is there a place you can go to say, hey, this is the, in this country, watch out for this. And I suppose maybe Health Canada might be a good start. Yeah, well, Health Canada does have a website, but, um, you know, and it does mention some some recommendations. I guess the only thing I'd really say about that is that everybody's trip is, is a bit different. Uh, um, and also everyone's medical history is a bit different. So some people can get certain vaccines based on current medications and medical conditions, and allergies. You know, I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, if you looked at, you know, think of uh, India, for example. If you go to the Health Canada webpage, there's a whole bunch of stuff about India on there. But I'd say that if you're going... Uh, to New Delhi for business uh, and staying in a five-star hotel for, for a week, or you're going on a yoga retreat, um, or if you're backpacking through southern India for a month, those are very different trips and very mm. different locations. So, so it would be hard to say, well, you can just look at the India webpage on, yeah. on Health Canada, and, and you know, that'll answer all your questions. So like I said, I think that's why someone who can sort of uh, break down the details of, of, of your trip and see where what you're really at risk. So it is not always just a one-size-fits-all, you know, cookbook approach. You, you, need, you need that sort of that insight and that context. Consult your doctor, consult your pharmacist. Jason Kibet is the owner, pharmacist of Polaris Travel Clinic. Lots of information on their website, polaristravelclinic.ca. Always a pleasure to chat, Jason. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Randy. The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by MyGroupTravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to MyGroupTravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to TheInformedTraveler.ca.